Welcome to the Salty Club podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Creeper. The Salty Club is where we bring surf, yoga, nutrition, empowerment and community under the same roof. We've found that when a person invites these five facets into their life, they become a force to be reckoned with. Join me for interviews and solo casts on all these topics and more. The idea is to share the inspiring stories of adventurers, experts and game changers. People who have wandered from the conventional path and are doing life on their terms. Thanks for being here and let's do this. So I thought I would take this opportunity, this episode, to kind of introduce myself to you and uh, explain a bit, not explain, but let's say share a bit who I am and how I came to be here hosting the Salty Club podcast. So my name is Caitlin Creeper. I'm from uh, Australia, originally a small town in South Australia called Yankalilla. (laughs) Um, and I lived there for the first 10 years of my life and then for the next 12 about I lived in Perth and I don't really know where to start the story it's always really hard to know what's relevant what's not right but for some reason my story starts with fairies I've believed in fairies all my life. When I was in South Australia, I had a group of friends and we would do things like write little notes to the fairies and leave them out at night. And then when we came out in the morning where we had left the notes, we would find little gifts or little letters back. And of course it was our parents or in my case, my sisters pretending to be the fairies. Um... But I don't know why, for some reason, fairies so always come up in my life story. And I don't know why, but I think it's something to do with... I've always had an imagination, like a huge imagination. And I've always kind of wanted to believe in something beyond the seen, the tangible, what we're given, what we're told uh, to be true and real. And I've always been someone who's thought, is there another way? I've always been someone who's kind of played with boundaries a bit. And so when I was about 22, I was living in Perth. I was studying journalism at university and I started to get really itchy feet and I don't know what it was. It just is like my life didn't feel like me. And don't get me wrong, I had incredible friends. I had a a great life. Um, But yeah, it just did not feel like me. I, I wasn't happy with the setup. I wasn't, I could see the future ahead of me going into journalism to perhaps work at a traditional uh, media outlet as let's say, if I should be so lucky and <laughs> actually be good at it, like a radio host or a news presenter or someone presenting the hard news stories in a traditional kind of nine to five office setup. And I just started to get this feeling that that was not what I wanted. And I also started to get the feeling that a lot of what I was living was not what I wanted. And what I was working towards was not what I wanted. It, it Back then, it didn't even seem to make sense to me. So I would be slugging it out all week at university and at one of my three jobs. 
So I worked in a bottle shop, a liquor store. I worked in a denim retail store and I worked in a Mexican restaurant. Let's say Mexican, but it's really Tex-Mex. <laughs> but so I was juggling these three jobs and I was going to university full time and I was just so spent and I was only just maintaining my costs, only just. And by the weekend, I was just felt like I needed such a release that I would just always end up drinking so much. And and I'm just not a good drinker. I'm not a good hard drinker. I would always wake up with this real regret. Like maybe I'd got into a fight with one of my friends. Maybe I'd got into a fight with one of my boyfriends. One of my boyfriends. <laughs> with my boyfriend at the time. And or I'd gotten too emotional and overshared. Or I don't know. I just, I would feel like I needed this release and it would come out through kind of partying but I would always wake up the next day with this feeling of shame or this feeling of I still hadn't expressed or I still hadn't scratched the itch or this just wasn't the life that I wanted to live I I didn't agree with this feeling of just being so slammed all the time and having to fit activity into every square second of the day to feel like I was achieving something and then it was always just getting by it like and I just felt like I wasn't free I felt like I wasn't free in my body I felt self-conscious about my body I felt like there was no free original movement in my body I felt like I sat up I went to my car and then I drove to university and then I drove to work and then I just felt like and emotionally I felt like I wasn't free to express myself either you know the times that I did do it was only when I was drunk was only a massive overshare over someone and I often felt like too much too emotional too whatever And I feel like that scared people a lot or I just didn't know how to appropriately be my true essence or kind of show who I am. And so I just started to think like, what would my ideal life look like or what does it feel like? And I just knew it wasn't this. I knew I I wanted to feel free. I wanted more freedom. I didn't want my every minute of my time to be owned by someone else by a boss or by one of my professors or by even I didn't want to have so many needs like um, like physical needs in terms of what I wanted to own or have or maintain like clothes or or a car or this or that I didn't want to have so many needs that each time the week ended I was only breaking even financially because that I don't know if that makes sense, but that just made me feel so trapped. And I wanted freedom to me. I wanted to be location independent. I I realized that I wanted to be able to travel wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted. I didn't want to only be able to travel once I was on university break and once my boss allowed me the time off work and once and once and once. I wanted to be able to feel free to move when I needed to move and when my soul told me to move. I wanted, I've always wanted to work and I've always been passionate about writing, but I didn't want to be told that I had to do it 
at a desk at 8am each day because while my creativity thrives in a bit of structure, it doesn't thrive in that much structure. And I knew that I wanted to have a life where I was free to express myself beyond just when I was drunk and it came exploding out of me out of nowhere. And so I kept thinking about this. I kept thinking about this. I kind of went through the motions in Perth and I just felt like something was missing. And I just felt like I was waiting and waiting for my life to start. And then just to put it extremely shortly, I got a job interview, not a job interview. I got kind of a collaboration opportunity with the Salty Souls. And if you guys follow the Salty Souls, you know that it's a women's surf yoga and empowerment retreat in um, in El Salvador, Ecuador and Bali. And as a journalism student, I needed a, um, I needed a internship. And so we agreed that I would write and create a blog and create a community for this company for a year and we'd see what happens. And there was something about that that just told me I really needed to go all in with this. I didn't even know where El Salvador was. I didn't even know much about Latin America at all, but I just knew that there was something in this and maybe this would be my ticket out. And I say ticket out with caution because I really want to caution people to not rely on other people or opportunities to be your ticket out of somewhere. Um, I do think you should just make the moves you need to make and things fall in that way. But at that time, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to move overseas by myself. I didn't know how to create a job I loved by myself without the container of someone else kind of having already made it. So, but I just knew. And then when the founder, Erica, who you'll see is also the trainer and yoga teacher in the club, in the Salty Club, um, invited me to El Salvador. I just knew I had to take it and I knew I had to do it. And so I arrived to El Salvador and I just so saw much, saw so much of a life that I wanted. And it was so, it was closer to what I felt was freedom. For one thing, everyone was surfing and the girls were surfing and I just knew that that was something that I needed to do. And learning to surf is one of the most freeing experiences of my life. Like not only does it allow original movement because so much of our life does not allow original movement. Like getting wiped out and being completely out of control of your body and being thrown around is how often... through through our daily lives, do we let our bodies kind of move freely and be a bit out of control? I mean, this comes through dancing, this comes through surf, it comes through other things. But I mean, for example, you go to a gym and you do a squat and your body is a square and you allow 10 squats. I mean, I love working out, believe me. But there also is space for original, free unrestrained, spontaneous movement too, which I just don't think we get a lot in our daily lives. And surfing allowed me for that. And in a way, the combination of that, 
of the original movement and also the feeling of relying on my own strength and it just changed my relationship with my body. I started to see it as this free and fun thing. I started to focus on what it could do more than how it looked and I just fell in love with surfing at 22. I finally learned to surf something I'd always wanted to do and it was just life-changing. I also learned a lot more about the digital nomad lifestyle because there are a lot of people living where I was in a, in a beach in El Salvador and um, I won't name the beach, but it was a small one. And I was seeing a few people doing this digital nomad thing where they got up, they went to surf and then after they opened their laptops and they did something that they loved. And I just thought this was the most incredible thing I could even think of. And I knew I wanted that and I needed that. So I pretty much convinced the girls to start paying me as the social media manager and as the um, writer and head editor of the blog and I lived that life for a few years and I surfed almost every day of my life and it was incredible and I think this is an important part of the story because it has informed a lot of why I'm so hellbent on empowerment even though the word empowerment I know just has been co-opted and used and and pushed for this and that but I still hold on to that word and I still use it to represent my section in the club and I still see it as an important word for women um so this happens a lot with travelers and girls who move to and I say girls because not to be Mm, not to be um what's the word minimizing but I I feel like I was a girl like a lot of girls move to foreign countries and quickly fall into relationships because your guard is up you know you're really on an adventure you're really open to anything and also you're perhaps looking for some some anchor or some feeling of safety or even some sense of legitimacy or belonging to a place and this little beach town I wanted to belong to so much and I wanted and I almost felt like getting into a relationship also gave me that legitimacy so I pretty quickly fell into a relationship with a local and I didn't realize at the time as these things usually work but it was a two-year relationship and it quickly became unhealthy and abusive. Now I share this because it's actually, I think, and from my time living in tourist spots, I have seen it to be something that's really common. Um, women arrive with lowered inhibitions and such a hungry heart and they're so open to everything and learning about themselves and And this can lead women to falling into relationships really quickly, ignoring inhibitions or the fact that they don't have their um, normal support networks with them and the whole world is new and they're getting a new sense of their reality in this new place uh, can quickly lead them to uh, ignore red flags or so... I will say in my years living at the beach, I did see girls get into a lot of um, toxic, damaging, abusive relationships that they 
it's the ones you're in are, are extremely hard to get out of for a multitude of reasons. And this is its own podcast for another day. What contributes to women, smart, intelligent, amazing, incredible women getting into relationships that really dull them, really codependent, sometimes scary, sometimes damaging relationships. And I got into one of those and I was in one of those for two years. And I share this because it is pretty instrumental in in my journey. I don't want to still be in a place where I'm dwelling, but it taught me a lot because what I thought was, I thought unconditional love was romantic and I thought unconditional love was like this ride or die kind of love where no matter what someone does to you or you do to someone if you stick it out and you stick together then that's the real shit and that's not (laughs) that's not what unconditional love is and I think so yeah so I was in that relationship for two years until I finally left and went to live with a friend and she really helped me kind of come back to myself and because I just lost myself over the course of this relationship I really and but then I I finally left and I moved in with a friend and that was a big moment where I decided like is this where I go back to Australia is this where I go home or do I stick this out am I am I strong enough to stick this out by myself can I can I do this can I make this life without uh without a partner And can I be here in my own right and make my own footprint here in my own right? And so I I did. I remember those months fondly. I remember paying a bill for the first time in Spanish. I remember getting on the bus to pay an electricity bill. I remember surfing by myself. I remember meeting new people and accepting invitations to go out to dinner and, and just being at the table and remembering that I was funny or... I was interesting and seeing people interested in me and kind of relearning my worth as a person again and just having fun again and feeling light again and that was really incredible. And then I met my current partner and I learned and continue to learn so much with him because what I learned with him is that unconditional love where you can do whatever the fuck you want to each other is not romantic and accepting someone and their behavior no matter what is not love and it's not healthy love and being with my partner and learning about my partner and starting to date him was just such a completely different experience where I learned that it's okay to have standards and it's okay to have boundaries and actually within boundaries is where you can feel the most freedom and having not rules but having like this is what I expect for myself and if we cross this line then I have enough respect for myself and for you to not let you be this person and yeah so it was it's been a interesting few years relearning what 
healthy love feels like and the standards and the the benchmarks that I'm allowed to have and hold and the unconditional love does not have to be this ride or die thing and yeah so that's just to share a bit about that was an empowering experience for me and meaning my partner my current partner has just taught me so much in that regard and I I think it's important to share but yeah so what else about my story so but through this experience as well as just having always having had a natural tendency to wanting to be not empower women because that implies that I'm like some higher person giving this sort of agency to women not that but to maybe invite women to see in themselves how much more agency they can have over their lives how much bigger and better and more soulful and more true their lives can be for themselves and that is something that I've always been super passionate about when I was writing online blogs it's usually what I've centered around is stories both my own or other people's that kind of brings women back to themselves or invites them to ask what's truest for them and to kind of picture what sort of life they really want for themselves not what kind of life has just been dictated to them so that is why when myself and Mary Christine and Erica and who was also our other partner at the time Ariana when we decided to birth the salty club that was why I decided to take on the empowerment section and make my section an audio section with both interviews, solo casts and podcasts just because I just so firmly believe that storytelling is medicine and I think us as women and our experiences we just have so much to teach each other and that's something that I really hope to continue to do with um, within the club, with this solo cast, with these interviews that's just really something I want to offer. So I'm still exploring like what it means to step into my power and exercise my agency and kind of own myself as a woman in this life and (laughs) as a new mother I mean I've just had no shortage of experiences and and tests to where I had the option to either stand in my power or step outside myself and and wander away from myself. One of those was when um, all the border closings happened and I was here like about two months away I think from giving birth and the Australian government was so I was in Guatemala with my partner so about seven months pregnant and the Australian government was sending out the message that if you're overseas and you want to get home you need to do it now because they were running repatriation flights but They were saying, we're going to stop them soon, so you have a few weeks to decide whether to come home or not, and the borders will be closed for the foreseeable future. And obviously my fear response was, get home, get back home, get back to Australia, but my inner knowing was like, stay. You need to stay. The family needs to stay together. The best thing for you is to stay in Guatemala. And even though it was so unsure, 
I followed that decision and I stuck with it and it turned out to just be so far the best decision I could have made and that's just a podcast for another time is how I found the most amazing birth team how I had a natural home birth and just that whole experience is just a a whole podcast in itself but yeah so I'm here now and I'm making new podcasts I'm here in Latin America with my little baby and my partner and I'm just still navigating every day what it means to kind of own myself and and live live like as my truest self. I know that sounds cheesy, but there's just so much meaning behind behind that and it's just so important that we all find that. So thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. Thank you for exploring the stories of others and listening to these solo casts and I just really hope that you find something helpful or comforting or just some companionship in these podcasts. So yeah, big love. The Salty Club is your online optimised wellness platform for adventurous women. For $9.99 a month, you have access to surf-inspired workouts, yoga classes, guided meditations, recipes, workshops and interviews just like this one. And everyone gets a seven-day free trial. Visit thesalty.club. That's thesalty, S-A-L-T-Y, dot club, C-L-U-B.